Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you can find along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. But today I'm happy to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Melanie Mezzancello, and her winning book is titled Love Snags. Melanie grew up in North Providence, Rhode Island, and she loves her New England Patriots. She earned her Bachelor of Science degree from Bryant University, and she has over 20 years of experience in business. She has always been passionate about dogs, animals, and animal rescue. Love Snags is her first novel. Melanie is a 10-year breast cancer survivor, and she lives in Central Florida with her family and her dog, Wesley. And I have so been looking forward to our time together. So welcome to the network, Melanie. Oh, thank you so much, Pat. I'm so honored and humbled, honestly, to be here. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. I always feel that about the folks that I'm having conversations with because you're the one that did the work. You wrote the book and decided to put it out there. And yeah, it's your experience. So I feel the same way about you. Thank you. You're welcome. And congratulations on winning the Firebird. I was happy about that. Oh, thank you so much. I'm over the moon. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I have to pinch myself. <laughs> this little old me. <laughs> well, you know, especially when it is your first book, uh, you, you know, well, I guess you always will wonder, but especially the first time you put it out there, it's like, oh, okay, is it me and my mom? Are we the only two that like this? Or what are other people going to think? So it's a big leap of faith. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, is when I started to write, I didn't even have an intention of writing a book. I just felt inspired. I had an idea for a story and I just started to write. And I found myself doing the majority of my writing in the middle of the night when it was most quiet. And the story would just flow. I don't know where it came from. It would just come. And it it would just flow. And for nights on end, I wrote and wrote and wrote into the night. Oh. And I went back and I had, uh, I don't know how many pages because it was on a, a Word document. And I sent it to one of my best friends and I said, honest and I knew, I knew she would is this any good what do you think and she called me and she said this is really good keep writing <laughs> so I kept writing and I just trusted the process let it go just let go and let it flow and the next thing I knew I had a book and I thought well I'm going to send it out there why not what do I have to lose mm-hmm. so I just shopped it out and I got a call from Black Rose Writing they wanted to publish my book, and I was absolutely shocked. And that was a few years ago. And recently, I just decided that I wanted to uh, expand a little bit more, and so I bought the rights to it and republished it through KDP. And here we are. I love an organic story like that. You didn't set out to do this. The inspiration hit you, and you always wonder what what that was and why it occurred in the middle of the night. I have no idea, nor do I know where it came from, (laughs) but the story just kept coming and the characters, (laughs) I would imagine the characters as if they were 
as if they were characters on a screen, like a really cool animated film or CGI film today. Uh, oh, wow. And so that's how I imagined it. And that's really what I would love. I think that this is the type of story that would make a really great film. Mm-hmm. Well, keep pursuing that. I mean, your first novel came out and who knows, we can get a screenplay coming out. Never know. Yep. You never know. Keep doing it. So give us a peek. Tell tell us what the book is about, just so our listeners have an idea about Love Snags. Sure. Well, Snags was my dog. And the story begins with Snags' life on Earth and what his life was like until he crosses the Rainbow Bridge. And he goes to a place that I call Summerland, which is where animals go when they pass on. And so Snags is in the idyllic Garden of Souls where he is safe and he's returned to his youthful vitality and health and has everything he could ever want, except his family. So he decides that he's going to leave the safety of the garden and go on a quest to find a way back home. And in doing so, he meets some interesting friends along the way different types of animals, different species, and they all band together to help Snags achieve his goal. But along the way, he has to go through some pretty dangerous trials. He goes into the kingdom of the dragons where there's a prophecy that's about to come true and a war that's brewing. So will Snags make it home? I don't know. You'll have to tell me. But I will tell you this, just to Pique your interest a little bit. Never sing at a piece of fruit that you intend to eat. Oh. You'll have to read the book to figure out why. All righty. There's a cliffhanger. <laughs> She's leaving us with that bit of, I don't know what, but we're going to have to get a copy of Love Snags to find out. Mm -hmm. The next time you pick up an orange, try singing a song at it and see what happens. (laughs) I might do that. (laughs) Actually, I have a bowl of cherries sitting here right on my desk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Who is your audience? Who is this book intended for? Well, I think that overall it's aimed at children. But say maybe age eight and above. Honestly, though, I've had a lot of friends that are adults my age. 40s, 50s, reading it, and they love it too. So I think if you love dogs, if you love animals, you're going to love it. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you giggle. It'll probably make you cry. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then I think it's a pretty wide audience. That's the good thing about young adult books or children, even children's books. Um, They might be originally for a child or juvenile, but it kind of transcends any age. Anybody could read them and enjoy them because basically we're all children at heart, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. And if you love dogs and if you love animals, then you'll love it. So who did the cover? Tell us about the cover. I did. Okay. I did. And that's actually a picture of my dog on the cover. And he was biting his Valentine's Day squeaky toy that he got from his grandparents a few years ago, and I just kind of smudged out the words on the on the little toy and touched up the photo a little bit and made it a little artsy. And Love that. 
I sent it to the publisher and they didn't want to change it. Wow, that's exciting. I know. That was pretty cool. So what kind of feedback have you been getting? I've gotten a lot of feedback, actually, from mostly adults um, and adults with children. And they say that they love the book, made them cry, it made them laugh, and they really love the characters. They love how the characters come to life in the book. So your characters, did they come to you during the writing process? Did you flesh them out ahead of time? Tell us how they came about. The crazy thing, Pat, I didn't flesh anything out ahead of time. I just let the creative process go, and the characters just came into the story organically. The hardest part, I think, was naming them. Yeah, giving them names was a little tricky, but I knew who they were. Again, don't you wonder where these where these people are residing in your body and soul and brain. I it almost felt like an experience where I was channeling it from yeah. somewhere outside of me. I don't know where the ideas came from. It was almost like one idea sparked the next, mm-hmm. which sparked an idea for another character and another line in the story or another direction. Wow. So when you were done, did you feel like you missed the characters and missed the process? Did you feel relieved you were done or did you feel like, oh, gee, I wish I could still continue this? Actually, I had a hard time finishing the book. I had a hard time deciding how I wanted the ending to be. And once I finished it, I actually felt elated. Not that I was glad that it was over, but I felt really pleased with the finished product that I had. And I felt, I felt really happy that it, it just all came from me mm-hmm. and that I could share it with the world. I had a way to share it because that's really what it's all about, right? Right. Absolutely. Endings always seem tricky to me. It's like, how do you know you're done? Yeah, right? I guess you're done when you decide you are. <laughs> and so when do you decide you are, Right. Or do you decide? I mean, is it a decision that's made for you? It's just very fascinating how all of this writing process is seems often out of our control. Yes. I think that one of the things that helped me a lot is every night when I sat down to read, I went back and read everything up until that point. Um, just to feel the synergy and see if anything felt out of place. I think that makes a lot of sense. I've had other authors tell me that they might not, if it's a you know a thick novel, they're not, not going to go from the very beginning, but they'll at least do maybe the last day's work so that you right. could get into the feel of it and, and make sure that uh, you pick up where you left off. Right. Exactly. And that you're following along the same line that you started when you began. I realized that most Normal writers probably do an outline and a whole lot of pre-work. But like I said, I had no intention of writing a book. Mm -hmm. I just had an idea and I started to write. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised at how many people tell me the same thing that they didn't, yeah, that they didn't plot at all. I mean, there are some people that 
they they've got spreadsheets and you know lists and they they print it out and they might they say like my whole living room table or my dining room table is just covered with sheets and so they know exactly where they're going where they've been what's going to happen uh but i would say maybe even more than half of people just have that spark and then begin to run with it and let it happen to them it's it's interesting i wouldn't have thought that it, and it's a very unique experience I think the trick is truly letting go and getting out of your head and just letting the creativity happen. So are you working on another book? I'm playing around with an idea for a cozy misery, excuse me, cozy mystery type of book. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to give you a little teaser, it takes place on a cruise ship heading to Antarctica. Okay. And do you know any more than that? Are you waiting for it to arrive? Um, there's a little bit, but I'm not ready to share. Okay, there you go. It truly is in its infancy. (laughs) I've had a lot of other things going on at the same time. Yeah. So it's been a little difficult to focus uh, on the quiet, right? To let the the creativity happen. No, I do get that. And, And often then that spark or that muse or that whatever the impetus to write will happen right when when you're in the middle of doing something where you can't stop and I think I always find that frustrating it's like oh no I'm right in the middle of this and I've got this great idea I wish I could just stop and write yes I have that happen as well and that's frustrating Mm -hmm. I try to keep a um I have a notes app in my phone so that I can quickly jot something down if I have a spark of inspiration mm-hmm. so I can go back to it. For sure. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, I've been actually very busy with my dance group. Oh. I've been, yeah. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> I. Uh, it's funny. I was thinking about our interview today and thinking about what my message might be. And I suppose that my message is one of hope. I am about to embrace 50 I beat cancer three times. I've had to have 20 surgeries, oh. and I've battled Crohn's disease for over two decades, and it almost killed me twice. Hmm. But now I'm doing things I never imagined that I would do. I, I wrote a book, and I got it published. And I tap dance with this group of incredible women. And we meet every Sunday morning, and we just dance our hearts out. Oh. We call ourselves the Foxy Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually danced on stage in June. Oh. I hadn't gotten in front of an audience in uh, for ages. Um, and now I'm in a flamenco class learning <laughs> flamenco. We have a show coming up in December. So my point is, it's never too late to chase your dreams and to follow your passions. And I think if anything, life has taught me that the act of letting go of all of those preconceived notions of what you or anyone else for that matter thinks that your life should look like, that you actually realize the life that you're meant to live. Oh, the flamenco dancing. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Oh, my God. I, it is awesome. Oh. It is so much fun. It has so much heart and so much soul, and it's a great workout. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that. I would love to do that. You can. Anybody can. And that's my point. Really, anybody can. I've faced 
a lot of things in my life that are scary. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're faced by those frightening things, it's really worth it to face those things head on. Just put your mind on a shelf and power through it because often the best stuff in life lies just beyond those scariest of obstacles. Wow, you are a gift. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Oh, no, I mean that. I am so inspired. I love these kinds of conversations because you think you're going to talk about one thing and you end out just feeling so, I don't know, emp empowered and inspired. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're so sweet. Well, I, I, it comes with a lot of help. I've got a lot of special people in my life my mom and dad, my close family, my little circle of friends. Yep. These are the people who lift me up even when I can't fly by myself and they believe in me even during the times when I didn't. Mm -hmm. And their light just shines the brightest of all in the world for me. Oh, and you're doing the same for others just through this conversation, through your book. So, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I do mean that. All right, my new friend, anything we missed that you wanted to talk about today? Oh, gosh, I think we talked about a whole lot. Um, this has been great. This really has been a dream come true. I really appreciate you, Pat, and I'm so grateful to Firebird Book Awards and to speak of talk radio. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So why don't you, you. why don't you share all of your contact information so more people can find out more about you and your book and your work? Oh, great. Well, you can find me on Twitter at MJMezAuthor. You can find me on Insta at Nellie Mez. And on Facebook, it's MJ Author. All righty. So we can find you everywhere you're supposed to be. You can get copies of her book, Love Snags, at Amazon. Melanie, I'm kind of at a loss for words. This has just been a beautiful conversation. Thanks to you. And I hope you keep writing and dancing and sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really have enjoyed this. <laughs>